Welcome to Take Your Side. I'm your host, Marissa Ruth, and I'm so excited to introduce the side that I took today. Racism is a serious topic and can be hard to both learn and teach about. Ontario schools have always taught students about racism through the novel To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. But many believe it is time for a change, with all these other novels out there that teach racism to students in better ways than what To Kill a Mockingbird does. I agree that To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee should be replaced. Replaced by the novel Coffee Will Make You Black by April Sinclair. This is the best choice of novel to teach Ontario students about racism. Reasons being, Coffee Will Make You Black is written from a black person's point of view, has a black hero, describes the black characters in more depth, and adds diversity to the school curriculum. Where To Kill a Mockingbird is written from a white person's point of view, has a white hero, describes black characters with limited to no depth, and doesn't add diversity to the school curriculum. Hi everyone! Here's the agenda for today's episode. First, I will introduce the author April Sinclair and her novel, Coffee Will Make You Black. Then, I will explain my reasoning for picking this novel to replace To Kill a Mockingbird in Ontario school curriculums. Then, I will look at why this book was ever in the curriculum in the first place and why it is time for a change. April Sinclair is an African-American woman who was born and raised on the south side of Chicago during the time of the civil rights and black movement. She sees her past experience as an advantage to write down all the things she experienced as a young, black, and sexually confused girl growing up and writes about it in a way where anyone can relate and learn. April Sinclair's novel, Coffee Will Make You Black, was written in 1994 and was April Sinclair's first official novel. April Sinclair gained a bachelor's degree from Western Illinois and then moved to California to work as a community activist. In her novel, Coffee Will Make You Black, she reveals a character named Jean Stevenson who is known by her friends and family by the nickname Stevie. Sinclair follows Stevie through adolescence from age 11 to 17 and through all the exciting things that come with it. Stevie is growing up in the 1960s and 70s with major world problems of racism, sexism, and homophobia, which Stevie experienced all on top of the pressures of being a teen. Stevie slowly figures out who she is and stands up for what she believes is right. The novel is a great example of a coming-of-age novel about self-identity and changing the world to make it a better place. Racism is an ongoing problem today, and people all over the world are discriminated against for the only reason being the color of their skin or the fro of their hair. It is important now than ever that students learn about racism from a victim's point of view rather than bystanders. To Kill a Mockingbird is written by a white author by the name of Harper Lee, who has written this novel from her own childhood experiences of witnessing racism. Similar to Coffee Will Make You Black by African-American author April Sinclair, who has done the same. But there's one major difference. Although Harper Lee has witnessed and experienced racism in her life, it is not the same depth of how April Sinclair has experienced it as a victim. Harper never really experienced this amount of hatred that black people receive personally and as a bystander. She's never been on the receiving end, where a black author has. This is made clear in April's writing in Chapter 15 from Kahu Make You Black when Stevie witnesses racist acts of a white person towards her own black father. The white boss yells to the girl's father, That's what's wrong with you people. You refuse to read. You have to learn to think independently, otherwise you'll be taking orders for the rest of your life. 
If Stevie's father was not related to either April Sinclair or Harper Lee, they would have totally different perspectives of the situation. By saying, you people, it affects April Sinclair personally as he's referring to the whole black race. For Harper, it is not taken as personally as it is not directed at her at all. It may surprise students, as it did to me as a white student, of how often race is really brought up in a black person's everyday life. Only a black author would know what it was like to grow up in a black family and neighborhood and would really be able to truly convey it in their writing. Being from a black point of view also asks the importance of the hope given to black people from black leaders such as Martin Luther King Jr., known as Dr. King in Coffee Will Make You Black. This feeling of hope to win the fight against racism that was given to victims by leaders such as Dr. King cannot be accurately described by white people. The character of Stevie explains through her eyes how much Dr. King meant to her mother. After hearing Dr. King make an inspiring speech, her mother had tears running down her face. Only a black author can express these feelings of hope. Coffee Will Make You Black is the best choice for Ontario students to learn about racism than To Kill a Mockingbird because it is written by a black author in a black point of view instead of a white. This allows for better understanding of racism as April Sinclair will be able to express more deep feelings towards racism and portray this more in her writing to students. Beliefs of white supremacy is a huge factor of racism, and To Kill a Mockingbird sets a bad example for students about this topic. White supremacy is defined by Dictionary.com as the belief that white people are superior to those of all other races, especially the black race, and should therefore dominate society. To Kill a Mockingbird has a white hero who is helping a black man to receive justice against an act he did not commit. The white hero in this novel happens to be of higher power than the black man. This suggests white supremacy, that black people are weak, cannot stand up for themselves, and need a white hero to save them. White supremacy is something that is needed to stay in the past, and this message needs to be sent to students. In a review by Aaron Hayes called The Truth to Kill a Mockingbird tells about white people, she states that he was not a civil rights crusader. He attempted the save of life of one black person because he understood the implications for his town if he did not. And when he lost, Maycomb's racial order was eventually restored. In truth, the organist verdict didn't stop Atticus or any of the county's residents, black and white, from resuming their separate and unequal lives. Although the hero tried to fight racism, he did not do enough to prevent the resuming of unequal lives in the town and help the man for his own reasons for the sake of the town instead of for the justice of the man. He only helped fight racism that one time and did not continue to keep fighting as to win the war, he needed to do the time and put in the effort. In Coffee Will Make You Black, a strong black leader is brought out. The main character, Stevie, not only as a black person, but as a woman, stood up for the rights of herself and others. Having a black hero promotes against white supremacy, and not only does the character of Stevie spread awareness to the students about racism, but sexism as well. That white man of a hero can also be a black woman. Stevie is still so young and still stands strong to fight for her beliefs. For example, Stevie speaks up against her mother about her opinion of women's roles in the household. In Chapter 3 of Coffee Will Make You Black, she says, It's not fair. I'm the one who has to do everything around here just because I'm the girl. She eventually convinces her mom later on in the book of this opinion, and her mom agrees with Stevie about the boys doing chores around the house by saying, They can't depend on women to do everything, and this is a new day. She also refuses to change herself when her mom tells her she needs to do that to get a good chance at a good life. She says to her mom, Well, Mary Beth's parents won't give Terry a chance just because she's colored. I don't think it's fair not to give people a chance. Do you, Mama? When Mary Beth's parents wouldn't allow Terry to play with their daughter because she's white. She continues to fight racism unlike the white hero brought out into Kill a Mockingbird. The black hero in Coffee Will Make You Black also teaches in order to win the war, you must keep fighting and do the time and the effort that it takes to win. 
by having a strong black hero rather than a white hero teaches students that importance of equality and that white supremacy should not exist. It also inspires students to be a hero no matter what their race, age, or gender. Therefore, Kafu Makey Black is the best choice of novel for Ontario students rather than To Kill a Mockingbird, due to its strong black woman hero breaking the beliefs of white supremacy, the rules of women in households, and teaching students that to win the war, you must do the time. In an article by Erin Haynes called The Truth to Kill a Mockingbird Says About White People, she says that she felt the white characters in To Kill a Mockingbird were explained in depth, but not the few black characters. This suggests to students that black people are not people and do not have deeper personalities like white. Aaron, as an African-American, feels like humanity is obscured from her, and this shows beliefs of white supremacy. In Coffee Will Make You Black, both the black characters and white characters are explained in reasonable depth, creating a more equal theme of black and white. For example, at the beginning of the novel, April Sinclair introduces the characters of Stevie's black family in depth, one example being her grandma, who carries herself like a queen. She's tall and big-boned. In Chapter 1, as well, she builds onto the white character of Nurse Horns as she had a nice behind for a white woman, and she had the softest gray eyes you could imagine. April Sinclair shows significance to both races rather than just one. Having in-depth analysis of black and white characters equally suggests we are all human behind our skins. Teaching students that race does not matter, rather it is our personalities. This would be a valuable lesson for students of Ontario and is a valid reason why To Kill a Mockingbird should be replaced by Coffee Will Make You Black. Coffee Will Make You Black makes a good replacement because it teaches equality and that everyone is human regardless of race. I personally have not read a novel by a black author in my whole school career until now. The ways of learning about racism were very limited and often biased by white authors. Having equal amounts of literature by both black and white authors will allow for students to learn from many different perspectives, allow for more in-depth thinking, and to put themselves into someone else's shoes, someone of different races and sexes. This can allow students to see the world from all different perspectives equally and to help them define and embrace who they really are in the world and accept themselves with pride. Most bullying happens because these bullies see a student with a different race that they are not familiar with and may only hear opinions about this race from biased views instead of the victims. Having diversity in school literature may help to eliminate this because learning about it, how it really feels to be a victim of racism and bullying, may convince students to treat their peers better. Instead of keeping the curriculum of literature to just white authors, adding diversity will empower black authors and encourage students to pursue their career of choice, despite if the career is white-dominated. Literature is still white-dominant, and creating a more equal platform of literature for students will not only help black authors in literature, but this is a great example of creating equality and will encourage them to pursue a career of their choice, even if it is one race or one sex-dominated. Therefore, replacing To Kill a Mockingbird with Coffee Will Make You Black is a great choice and will add diversity to students' curriculum, but also empower black authors and change the careers that are in the moment one race or one sex dominated to create a more equal world. Although many believe that To Kill a Mockingbird is fit for school curriculum to teach about major world problems such as racism, the correct novel of choice is Coffee Will Make You Black. In the article, The Truce to Kill a Mockingbird Tells About White People, written by Erin Haynes, she states, Six decades later, what Mockingbird makes clear is that the system works the way it's designed, that this is the way things have always been. 
What I think about Aaron's comment is, although it is important to teach about the history of racism and what it was like, it is also important to teach it in ways of a better future. The lesson of how this is the way things have always been is not very inspiring for the change that is needed today and in the future, and does not teach students to step up and create this change. As for Kafka Make You Black, not only does this book also teach the history of racism, but also inspires the need for change and makes students feel strong enough to do so. From the article, Five Reasons Why To Kill a Mockingbird Is Important by The Straight Times, one of their reasons to keeping To Kill a Mockingbird is, it has sold more than 40 million copies and it continues to sell more than 1 million copies a year and has been translated into more than 40 languages. It has been required reading in many American schools for years. The book was an instant classic when Lee published it at age 34. Well, this states that it is a classic and has been popular for years, that children of the future should be reading the same thing because of this. I think this is incorrect. The world is changing rapidly, and what was considered to be a classic may not be anymore. What once was popular does not mean it is good for the future. It is like saying that smoking was once popular, so everyone should experience the thrill, even if it is proven bad for modern technologies. The curriculum needs to change with society, and this is something those who are adults and have gone through this curriculum already are having a hard time understanding. In Coffee Will Make You Black, not only does it teach about racism and the need for change in the future, but the adults in the novel are also changing along with the younger generation. As mentioned in previous sections, how the character of Stevie convinced her mother to see women's roles in the world differently. This will inspire students to communicate with their parents about these problems and convince them to change with them. Therefore, replacing To Kill a Mockingbird with Coffee Will Make You Black is the best choice for Ontario school curriculum. To conclude this episode, although some may think that To Kill a Mockingbird should not be replaced in Ontario school curriculums, the correct opinion is that it should be replaced with the novel Coffee Will Make You Black by Abril Sinclair. Because it is from a black point of view, has a black hero, describes all characters in depth, and provides diversity in school curriculum. This novel will inspire students to create a better future for others as well as themselves, to see everyone equally and treat each other fairly. Thanks for listening. See you next time.